Claire. And we lost the patient. He's dead. Welcome to another episode of Dr. PPR. I'm your host, Henry Markin. This is, of course, Dr. PPR, not to be confused with the carbonated drink, Dr. Pepper, and certainly not to be confused with Dr. PP. That's a very different show with a very different doctor. I'm Dr. PPR, as in points per reception, and I specialize in fantasy football healthcare. Um, thank you for listening to the rolling carousel of advertisements to start the show that, that you know, that powers the show, sort of the, um, the gas and the tank, if you will. So I appreciate you listening to that. We're going to get more advertisements too, by the way, because we are growing. The doctor is operating and we've been performing with minimal malpractice folks. Uh, I got a quick episode for you today because, well, I really want you to enjoy your Friday. And if you listen to me, I want you to know that I tried to you know, make the best use of the quick time I have with you because these are, these are quick moments in life. This is fantasy football. I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not going to talk your ear off for three hours. I'm going to give about 15 to 20 minutes, right? I also have a lot of patience that come in my offense, but I don't have a lot of patience. I'm getting really sick of that fucking joke. Anyways. All right. On to what's hot and right out of the oven, fresh off the press. Jaguars beat the saints or did the saints beat the saints? Because it seemed like the Saints have been beating the Saints for the last like five or six years. Well, the Saints have been beating the Saints and the refs have been beating the Saints. That's what it feels like. But Derek Carr looks like crap. Um, and the Jaguars look good. They look really good. But I'll tell you who did not look good in the Jaguars uniform. Calvin Ridley stank. Jesus Christ. One point for the dude. Thanks so much for the... Likely third-round pick in your fantasy draft. Good Lord. One catch? Four targets, one catch? Come on. That must suck. I'm not going to tell you to bench Calvin Ridley next week. I would have played him for sure. I'm sure you played him and were stoked about having some action on Thursday night. Some reasonably talented action, mind you. That's too bad. I started Evan Ingram, one of the best tight ends in the league. He got me a nine and a half points. Kind of underwhelming. Christian Kirk was an absolute hot dog and carried a like a, like a 37-yard touchdown and almost unnecessarily did that. Uh, and I say that because it was a combination of two things. First of all, Al Michaels had probably one of the most underwhelming calls of his entire career. This is a walk-off, I mean, go-ahead touchdown that the Jags scored with under two minutes. And... I'm in the kitchen cooking, you know, watching the game, actively listening, hoping anything goes to Evan Ingram, who I am playing in my league that I care about the most. And I'm also betting on Ingram. I have his yards over. And so I'm actively listening. And here we are, a couple minutes up in the game. We got a tie ball game that already hit its over. This is an awesome game. And usually Thursday night games are complete caca. And Al Michaels here calls an absolute turd Ferguson of a game-winning touchdown call. It was a 37-yard catch and run. Really cool play by Christian Kirk. And Al Michaels says, it looks like he appeared to step out. He, he walked uh, as he goes out of bounds. Oh, it's, it's, uh, look, he may, may have scored. Oh, I think he scored a touchdown. Like the graphics already had touchdown displayed two minutes before Al Michaels figured out, oh, that was a touchdown. And not just a touchdown, the game-winning touchdown. Like did Al Michaels really just like get the bag from Amazon, cash his check, and now he's just going week by week until 
I guess he retires or dies. I don't know what I don't know what he's doing. But point is, very underwhelming call, seemingly underwhelming play. It wasn't. It was a sick play. Congrats if you had Justin or if you had Christian Kirk. Um, not congrats if you uh, started Calvin Ridley. That sucks. I told you the Jaguars going to win. I have the Jaguars very high in my power rankings in the NFL. They got a great defense. Just went on the road in a short week and beat the Saints, who were very hungry. Jags are scary. They are coming into their form that everyone thought they're going to be in at the beginning of the season when they were putting Lawrence up there with Mahomes and Herbert and Burrow. Lawrence is good. He may be better than Brock Purdy, and just in terms of like like completing plays and not re- relying completely on the offense. It's a good offense in Jacksonville, mind you. It's a good system, and Peterson's got a good thing going. But I- I'm I'm ready to pump the brakes at Purdy. It's a better debate now. How about that? A couple of weeks ago, it was all Purdy. Now it's like, okay, Lawrence is pretty fucking sick. And Purdy had a tough game. Not ready to abandon Purdy in the Niners just yet. So let's move on um, to my favorite plays of the weekend. So right off the bat, it's tough, but you have to, you know, let's go back a week and talk about what happened in the Niner game against the Browns. Not the kicks. I get that. The Browns were running the ball amazing. Kareem Hunt and his very aggressive, contact-friendly style of running works in Cleveland. And it will continue to work. My favorite friggin' play of the week. I said it on Tuesday in the show. I'm going to say it right now. I really hope you picked up Kareem Hunt. Start him. The guy is a spring chicken. Yes, he's questionable because he had took a hit in practice to the thigh you really think he's going to miss a game after all of the time he's been sitting out? They're going to stab him with some sort of crazy elephant trank dart to numb that leg for the next six years. He's going to play, and he's going to pop off. All right, They're playing the Colts, who are trying to figure out their identity themselves. They're amidst a decision in management of what do we do with our season now that Anthony Richardson is done for the year? We're stuck with Minshew. Do we rally these boys and try to make a push to maybe get a wild card spot? Or are we in the midst of uh, maybe we could take for somebody pretty talented like Marvin Harrison Jr.? I don't know. I'm not ready to say that any team is throwing in the towel in that conference just yet. Or that division, I should say. The AFC South is still technically open, although it looks very promising in Jacksonville. However... I don't love the Colts' defense that much. I think the Browns will run all over them, and it's going to be because Kareem Hunt is doing a majority of the carrying. So he's my favorite play of the week if he plays, and he'll play. I love that call. Definitely start Kareem Hunt. Okay, another guy I really, really like is Kadarius Tony. Guys, yes, he played like dog shit week one. He, in fact, may have lost the Chiefs the game. He's going to have a monster game this week against the Chargers. I'm calling it right now. Today is Friday, October 20th. Happy fucking Friday, folks. Kadarius Tony's going to have a monster Sunday. They're playing the Chargers. Chargers have no defense. N- nothing. Zero. Right? This is going to be a shootout. And I bet you Herbert is going to be playing for his life this game. So right now, they're 2-3. and three Going to Kansas City. Um... This is going to be a huge game because if the Chargers lose this game, it wouldn't surprise me if Staley gets fired. 
I'll say it right now. If the Chargers lose this game, especially in a late game situation, Staley is gone. See ya. Bye-bye. I don't know where Herbert stands with Staley, but I guarantee you, no one wants to see someone get fired because of how bad you play. Herbert's going to be playing for his life. And if they lose this game, they're in a really tricky spot as far as making the postseason because you may not even be one of the top three teams, or I should say top two teams in your division because the Raiders are sneaky 500 right now and could easily be four and three after this weekend. They're playing the Bears without Justin Fields. So Chargers kind of have to win. Start Chargers players if you have them. I love Palmer going in there. I friggin' love Kadarius Tony. He's going to have a ton of receiving yards for Kansas City. Obviously, Kelsey's going to have a good game, but the whole universe is going to guard Kelsey. Chiefs players are going to go off. Chargers players are going to go off. Take that friggin' over. Do it. Set it. Forget it. It's going to be a monster game. No defense whatsoever. Don't start either team's defense. God, don't do that. Bad idea if you did that. I would not recommend doing that. It's a doctor's order. Don't do that. All right. 49ers Monday night. Um, damn it. You can't start every Niner anymore. You just can't. There was a couple weeks ago when I gave you the green light for every single Niner you can start, including use check. Well, it would have been unwise. But in deeper leagues, you could have definitely started use check each week. You know, it's a gamble because he could easily get a receiving touchdown or a rushing it's a gamble, but in the 14-person leagues, you have no choice sometimes. It's him or, like, anybody on the Broncos. And, ugh, God, take my chances with juice any day of the week. You can't start every single Niner anymore because they may be limited by a couple different factors. One of the factors may be it may be one or two players' game individually. It's always a good day to start McCaffrey. You have to start McCaffrey every single time. There, why would you, what if he's going to play? He's going to play. You're going to start him. He's going to try and score a touchdown every game, pretty much for the rest of his life, in the Niners uniform. I also think you have to start George Kittle every week too. There's going to be weeks when George Kittle has one catch, maybe even zero catches, but you don't want to be that dipshit to not start George Kittle when he goes off for three on Sunday night against the Cowboys. You can see these things come sometimes. Like, obviously, 2020 hindsight is crystal fucking clear. But um, George Kittle loves playing these big games. And he's reliable. He's got huge hands, big target, fast, and he's clutch. This is a Monday night football game in Minnesota. George Kittle's from the Midwest. Start George Kittle. You have to start George Kittle every week because there's so few good tight ends. You might as well start him, even if he's giving you that one or two point goose egg. You have to start him. I also think you have to start Ayuk every single week if you have him on your team. You have to. You can't be like, oh, I, I don't love the matchups here. You know, no, no. You have to start Ayuk because he is Purdy's favorite receiver. He has every stat line to back that up this year. He's also playing for a contract year. If the Niners win the Super Bowl, and Ayuk asked for a bag. Niners don't pay him. The dude is gone. That's my prediction. Because he's having that good of a season. I hope the Niners can pay him. I hope he win the Super Bowl. I hope he keeps playing with the Niners. That'd be fun. But you can't have both Debo and Ayuk for these enormous paychecks. Somebody's got to go. And one of them may leave voluntarily if they got a ring. If the quest for the sixth ring is complete this year, one may be gone. My point is you have to start Ayuk every week. 
You don't have to start Debo every week. If Debo's hurt all week during practice, don't start him in the game. So don't start Debo this week. Oh, darn it. I'm sorry. If you have Debo and he goes off, that's my fault. That's malpractice on me. I'm not rooting for him to suck. I want the Niners to win, but I'm just looking at what happens when he's hurt and then he goes out and tries to play hurt. Shanahan doesn't want to keep him hurt. He's going to be a decoy. He'll be in motion. He'll be getting a couple handoffs, but he's not going to make that many plays downfield. He might not play all the snaps. So keep that in mind. If you have Debo and he's still, and he's questionable, just don't play him. Just don't play him. And if he goes off on your bench, I'm sorry. That's my fault. But you got to know where this is coming from. The medicine isn't just brewed in my backyard. It's, it's using data and a lab. All right? So that's all I got this week, folks. Don't start Debo. Start Kadarius Tony. Take every over in the Chiefs game. Play Chargers players. Start McCaffrey. Have to. Start Kittle. Start Kareem Hunt. Sorry about Calvin Ridley. I got a lot of stuff I got to take care of. Have a great weekend. Um, oh! Survivor pick. Seattle. Do it. That's what I'm doing. I'm still in my Survivor League. Anyways, have a great weekend. Uh, Remember, folks, eat your vegetables, get plenty of sleep, eight hours especially, and always listen to your doctor. Happy friggin' Friday. Ciao! 